Welcome to dialogue journal number one. So in this journal, I'm going to be talking about um, the poem activity that I did in class, which was teaching as slash from. And some of the questions that I'm going to answer is what resonated with me the most from hearing and reading examples that my peers and instructors provided during the class also from the whole activity itself and what I learned from it also what did I learn from my colleagues and instructors in this activity how do I view the connection between identity culture and teaching differently and how does intersectionality play into this understanding for me So in this poem activity, teaching as slash from, I I had very like mixed emotions when this activity popped up in class, just because during the time that I was in class, I was going through a lot of things that were causing me a lot of stress and her emotions um and it and it was it had everything to do with teaching um so it really hit me when i started writing my own poem teaching as and i chose teaching as a latina and it really hurt because I it was a hurting slash feel like healing exercise for me because I really got to write down a lot of the emotions that I was feeling at the time. And I think that's exactly what I needed to do to sort of heal from all the wound from the wound that had been opened or kind of like reopened <laughs> because of education. So I was going through as the hurt that was going on was that I was being asked to do more work than another individual. And to me, it really hurt because that under that that other individual was not qualified for the position that they were in. So they didn't speak the other language of instruction, which was Spanish and I did, you know, I was someone who knew the students, someone who was in my class, had known the routine, and we had this new person who just didn't. And while they were being very friendly, a lot of the burden of the work was placed on me and didn't think it was very fair that I, as a woman of color who just happened to be speak Spanish, had to take in and do most of the work without any sort of um, kind of like reward per se, or not reward, but some sort of compensation for the work that was being put in. Right? So that kind 
so when I wrote this poem, it really very me made me reflect on my identity and how I have been navigating through that. So I put teaching as a Latina means I represent mi gente y cultura en la educación anglosajona. I bring in my past experiences of my Mexican upbringing to share with my students. The phrase "si se puede" está siempre presente. I acknowledge my own flaws in mis dos culturas and try not to remedy, but to pay back the debt owed to many marginalized children in our current education system. Teaching as a Latina means I will stand with and for my students, not abandoning their hopes and dreams, and taking care of our community to strive for the decolonization of white supremacy. So having all this written down for me um, meant that it made me realize that, you know, I do have to take care of myself in order to provide that sort of payback and like a healing space for my students as well. Um, and not just for my students of color, but also for um, my white students as well, because they also need a space where they can learn and try to understand how their peers have been marginalized and, you know, learn how to navigate through that privilege, um, which I think is something that's not really <laughs> taught in education. And when people are hit with that as an adult, it's way harder for them to find compassion or sympathy or even turn into an accomplice for those marginalized communities. So for me, that's what resonated the most from me and my experience with it. Now, when we started reading and hearing and seeing a lot of the different uh, things that my colleagues wrote and even my instructors for this activity it was really powerful to see just how many people were reflecting on their own identities and really cool to also see how their identities were shaping their teaching um i saw many people Um, especially those colleagues who were people of color really emphasize their race or ethnicity or their languages and have it like a sort of prideful moment where they were representing their own students and were and while maybe they were the only uh, teacher of color that their students would have had that they were there making a difference for them And to me, that was that was just really beautiful to see written out from so many of my colleagues and instructors. I think another thing that I really learned was also from my white colleagues, the amount of fragility that they were showing, vulnerability, um, the calling out per se, Um, and taking the stance that understanding their privilege and how that affects their students was key and crucial to their teaching. And having them kind of say it in words and write it, that, you know, 
they were going to use the privilege that they had to bring in different funds of knowledge from their students, create a space for them to be acknowledged and respected was beautiful to see and hear from considering that in my K through 12 education like it it was something that I would have liked as a student to have a teacher who had those sort of beliefs what made me really proud of my own colleagues and my instructors and how you know we have come together as a community especially in times in unprecedented times like now where covid has highlighted so many injustices that have always been there and that we know have always been there and continue to be there but that are highlighted even more now um and especially with education where you see the students who don't really participate or those who are not turning on their screens be like students who have been marginalized and to me that that was really impactful and like i still remember um a lot of what was said and written down so how do i view the connection between identity culture and teaching differently well it kind of depends there's a lot of things that play there was a lot of at first like i did really see my first understanding when I did this activity and when I saw my colleagues and instructors kind of responses to it and when we shared out was at the very like basic level where we like I understood all right your race your ethnicity your culture that's what sh- and your different identities that shapes who you are as a teacher right so that was like the very basic understanding for it but when i went back and we and i like looked back at the readings that i had been doing um especially the teaching as a chicana with an x reading it kind of reminded me of how we are un pueblo and like the role of chicano teachers chicana 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 x teachers right latino latina latinx teachers where I realized when I was reading that how it's true. We kind of have you know moved away from learning about like from learning from our communities and with them to just learning about them. And it is so ingrained that you like this idea of you go and get an education to get a better life that has always been very much ingrained into the american dream and a lot of like mexicans who have immigrated here per se have you know raised their children in that way um for me that's how my parents raised me mija you need to go get an education because you need to live a better life than we have we don't want you to stay here in the fields and work t- very tired hours and never have money to enjoy and just and break your body down with this work and you know i noticed that i had started moving away 
from that life. I had moved away from the life in the fields, from the life in the fruit packing warehouses, from a life that I knew, from the people that I grew up with when I started going to college. And it wasn't until like when I came back to the place where I grew up um, and where out of necessity I had to go back to working in a fruit packing warehouse and just the humility that got thrown in my face when I went back after four years of not working there it was astounding to see how much I was missing from my own community how much I still had to learn from them like yes I had different knowledge now I had an education I had a four-year degree I had a bachelor's degree now but there like there was always something to learn from the women especially who were in the fruit packing warehouses they always had something to say there was always conversations going on um, stories about their life well, what it was like before and just like that rich oral history really made me humble myself once again and realize these are the people that I want to work for like, I don't want to work for a school or school district just because I want the money and yes I like to teach kids and oh that's why I want to no I want to work for these like for my people mi gente, like their families um, their kids because they have so many amazing stories and so many things we can learn from them and it isn't really valued in the classroom and so I really I have seen myself try to become this teacher who instead of trying to teach to the curriculum and focus on okay well you need to do better here and here and here he didn't get a four or three he got a two or a one or a zero right instead of focusing so much on like the standards that have been made up um or the assessments that have been made up by people who don't even come from these communities and don't even know this rich knowledge is something that I want to pull away from um I want to go back to the roots and hear from students and hear from what's going on at home what do they hear what do they what do they know what have they learned from their parents because there's a lot or their grandparents or their deals or tias or primos or primas there's a lot of rich history and knowledge that you know I think it's very powerful if we tap into it and bring it into the classroom because then that makes everyone in the classroom more knowledgeable about what people like about community who people actually are how to be respectful of people and their differences and really just engage in some wonderful conversations and yeah that to me was that to me has made um you know is a different way that I am now starting to see how like identity is really impacting um teaching
how does intersectionality play into this understanding for me? Well, it really has a lot to do with it. So I I identified myself where I put in the poem teaching as a Latina. And I did that specifically because I, I view myself more as a Latina. Like, yes, I know that I really identify myself as Mexican-American. But when I'm teaching kids and I see my teacher role, I don't, I don't want to be constrained to just, like, being Mexican-American. Like, that's not how all students are going to see me. There are, like, the word Latina just encompasses a lot more of the regions where students like where my students come from um and their experiences while we may not have the same experiences we have shared collective experiences of being colonized people uh from spanish from white europeans and you know we do have that shared history where we have developed a loss for our indigenous roots we have developed language loss which is hurtful and painful to see you know and we still have that uh so i chose latina because see myself representing not just mexican or mexican americans but other um people as well and then also because i seem because i am a woman of color and i think it's it's a very interest it's very interesting how intersectionality plays out because i'm a woman who speaks spanish who's a woman of color so i'm not a white woman who speaks spanish and also like when I, I'm also someone who is straight and that identity has those three identities together, you know, really kind of shape my own teaching because maybe I might be, oh, I might say, okay, I can teach this lesson on race. I can teach this lesson for culture. Um, but I, I'm well aware that I'm not as informed about the LGBTQ community um, because I'm not part of the LGBTQ community, that doesn't mean that I can't um, enrich myself and learn more and try to be and be open in the classroom and incorporate lessons about queerness um, so that students' identities are respected in the classroom. Um, so it's something that I do grapple with and something that I... You know, sometimes I I just don't know how to do it. Um, And I really think that the different power dynamics between um, my different identities, you know, do have a role. Like sometimes I see when my language is advantageous for me. And sometimes I see when it has its disadvantages because it's tied with me being a woman of color where I'm afraid that I'm going to be taken advantage of that my work is valued less than someone else's. And then that kind of brings me to think about my safety, okay? Am I safe to do this lesson in my classroom? And you know, I I would like there to be a day where I don't think about survival as much, uh, especially, especially in this time when I think students really need to just have teachers and 
just have educators really focus on them, focus on, you know, navigating, helping students navigate their own identities so that they can feel proud of themselves, uh, so that they're not scared of showing who they are, and they don't have to hide parts of who they are as well. Um, and I think it just all comes into play from this one poem activity that we did. Um, it just highlights like how impactful it has been for me and how healing it was. And it kind of makes me reflect on how I could potentially use this in the classroom with students, modified for different grade levels, of course, but how working on building identity in the classroom respect in norms so that the classroom really feels like a community of people together and then doing an activity poem activity like this where instead of teaching it could be being a student like being a latino student being a latina student being a black student being a white student being a student with disabilities being a bilingual student right whatever identity being a queer student whatever identities they hold that they can build pride in them and really like dig deep into them um and you know it's kind of needed to go through the hurt i think sometimes and let it out and you know scream it out cry it out where you really because that means you're grappling with your identities and how they all interplay together and mingle and that you're not afraid to, you know, confront that and get your head up high. Um, a really long way of saying how intersectionality has played into me understanding all of this. Uh, but yeah. Overall, this teaching as slash from poem activity was really great, um, especially during a very needed time for me. Um, it makes me think about how I could probably do this more often, especially in times of stress and times of pain or trauma, and really get the these thoughts down in paper and then set it down and come back to it at a later time and really reflect and heal from the trauma that I could like that I do face sometimes um in my identities and then you know keep working on my own intersectionality and really um learning to take care of myself as a future educator so that I can learn how to be there for students who are also at the same time grappling with their own intersectionalities. <laughs>